Do you know what red stands for? What what stands for? What red stands for? Yeah, something. Yeah, they said it once in the film. Yeah. Because um, I had no idea until I... I'm retired. Like, mm-hmm. um, retired something. And I can't remember. It's retired and extremely dangerous. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had, right, okay. I was I, 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 like, because I'm wondering, like, you know, like, redacted. It was a short, like, I wasn't sure, like, what it meant. And, like, oh, it's an acronym for like, an actual, like, thing right because mm-hmm. they do a new one in the second one which we'll get into in the second movie but like that was a surprise to, like, okay so uh with this one uh double feature and rating what would you give it um i uh, i'd give it like an eight and a half mm-hmm. and i think that this that um that red was one of those mission impossible movies like the first mm-hmm. one mm-hmm you know, it had like special effects, driving. Think it should be like a eight, mm-hmm. and that's my opinion. Yeah, I, uh, for me, a double feature, and I kind of mentioned this a while back. It reminds me of Nobody. You know, like you have okay. a retired CIA operative, and right. uh, he's working, who's living a suburban lifestyle. I mean, he's not married, but he's he's interested. In, he wants. He he's looking to settle down. With uh, mm-hmm. with Sarah played by Mary Louise Parker's character, so you you know he's striving for that goal of suburban life, you know. So mm-hmm. it's like nobody. So that's what I thought it was, and mm-hmm. uh, like I think because all the actors are going against type, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and I, that's really for me that was excited because Malkovich is a serious actor. Uh, mm-hmm. Helen, uh, Helen Mirren is is a thespian British actor. Mm-hmm. So to go and play roles that they're so commonly expected to do is just, it was, you know, they were swinging uh, for the fences, you know, they're really going for it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I really enjoyed it. Even Mary Louise Parker playing a giddy person. She's always a very like indie straight lace person. Mm-hmm. So playing it, like playing it the way she's playing, it was very fun and uh, goofy and just, but in, in a nice friendly way and, and, you know, carefree so and this is one of the last few films that bruce willis was really you know giving it his all like you know you're really on board from beginning to end so that was uh, it was nice cool don't make any sudden moves don't talk about satellites seriously where are you trying to kill me why would i be trying to kill you because the last time we met i tried to kill you that was a long time ago some people hold on to things like that. They used to be the CIA's top agents. Victoria, best wet work asset in the business. What? What's that? I kill people, dear. But the secrets they know... This is off the books, total blackout. ...just made them the agency's top targets. Tell me everything you know. Some thumb tagged him red. Red? Retired, extremely dangerous. Yeah, hey, don't make him like that anymore. Welcome everyone to the Pantheon. I'm Ray. And I'm Abby. And today we're looking at the movie Red, a 2010 movie starring Bruce Willis and Morgan Freeman and Mel- John Malkovich. Uh, this movie is based on a comic book series, or actually a graphic yeah. novel. Um, written by Warren Ellis. Ellis, 
you're known we did a review of his not too long ago for Extremis. He's the he created that for the Iron Man series. And now he was a writer for the, for the graphic novel. Um, the brothers, um, John and Eric Horberg, who was the writers for the screenplay of this, and it's directed by Robert Schremke. Schremke is a director for Snake Eyes, which is, which is the upcoming movie we'll be reviewing later this summer. But and the reason why I bring up all this information is because the producer of this is Bonnet Deventura. Uh, he's done, produced the Transformers movies and the G.I. Joe movies, which has nothing to do with this, but in terms of having an idea of like what kind of style of action we're going to, we're going to experience and a budget behind it. This is what we're going to see in, in this, in this movie. Mm-hmm. All right. So okay. uh, your general thoughts of this, did you like this movie? Did you, where were you in this movie? Not necessarily a rating, but like, did you like it? Were you happy with this film or how it was presented? I was happy with it. It had a good story. Um, special effects were good. Um, yeah, I I really liked it. Um, I'd like to see another one. I don't know if it'll happen. A mm-hmm. red three, but mm-hmm. we'll see. And I give it a eight well, out of ten. Um, did you like the motif? I mean, I mean, say motif. They have a every scene is introduced, like every new city is introduced by a, a postcard. Did you like that style of how they go from one scene to the next scene? Yeah, what's going on? Because mm-hmm. uh, sometimes. You can go uh, to another town and just that just and it'll be like, whoa, where where are you or why are you doing that? It doesn't help the story flow. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you say like if there's a sign Paris or whatever, it just helps me figure out where the characters live and what's around them and gives them a sense of where they are now. Mm-hmm. and yeah that's it yeah no th- this movie i think hops around to at least 20 different mo- uh, cities uh it begins in cleveland where he's situated suburban cleveland uh and then it goes to kansas city where sarah that's the mary louise parker works uh we go we start on our venture to to uh, new chinatown new york city followed by mobile alabama to uh pensacola florida to you know like it just keeps going keeps going keeps going and, and because we have these little postcards we know where we're going, uh, which is really nice. Speaking of locations, do you know where this movie was shot? Toronto. Yeah. You know. I know. I knew. I was looking around, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that looks like the Fairmount um, yeah. Hotel. Yeah. Yeah. They're saying the Fairmount Chicago, which I don't know if that's true or not, but like, well, I've been to Chicago, but like, yeah, it's the Fairmount Hotel in Toronto and yeah. uh, some of the sequence, some of the scenes you know were... Uh, you know it's in Toronto, which is sort of nice, actually. So yeah. it's kind of fun to see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Carl Urban plays the heavy. He's the cop that goes after these guys. Uh, you have a really strong cast. You have John Malkovich. You have Morgan Freeman, Richard Dreyfus. I thought the actors here were great. I think uh, Malkovich was just great as uh, Marv. Well, Helen Mirren plays Victoria as the uh, sniper, who everyone's afraid yeah. of. It's really, yeah. really, really fun to watch. Um this was just a, a feel-good movie. Uh, overall, I have nothing but positive things to say about it. It's it's based on an actual graphic novel. Uh, this was based, uh, it's a DC graphic novel, but it is originally is from Wildstorm. So if you like Wildcats and uh, Cyber Force, it's based on that. But DC bought them out uh, about a couple years later. So it's, that's why it has a DC logo. Uh, so D- this, is, this is a DC graphic novel um, subsidy. So in terms of comic books, this is where we're coming from. This is one of the many graphic novels like The Coldest City, which is based on Atomic Blonde, 
this this is of the same name this is called red so this is the same name graphic novel um cool so I was kind of pleased with that. Uh, this was memorable. There's some things I take away from this, thinking I had a great deal of fun with, with watching this. Um, was there a highlight for you? Was there a scene that just stood out for you that's memorable? In winter, shooting the rifles. I thought that was cool. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's my thing sometimes. No, that's really but nice. Yeah, yeah. I do like number one. I, and I thought it was cool, and I'd give that an eight. The line that, that reminds me of the whole thing was Morgan Freeman saying, we're getting the band back together. That stood out for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was in the trailer. Probably was. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't, my siblings who watched this, um, it was Mar- It was Marvin's character when he has the bullet that fires against the rocket launcher. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah. old man, my, you know, that's, that's in the trailer. Uh, mm-hmm. My brother loves that scene. It's just a line, you know, I can't say it, but like, you know, it's kind of right. fun. Uh, but also it's an extreme, it's just an extreme funny, like a bullet versus a rocket launcher. You know, it's, it's, it's hilarious. Like, you know, it's just over the top zany. And that's, that's, that's what I like about it. Cause from the, right from the start, this show doesn't take itself seriously and it has fun. And mm-hmm. that's the tone it was meant to play. And I, I think it does it well. And I think critics and audiences, I think they received this relatively well, which is why I had a sequel. Like within three years, the sequel was already out. What do you like better mission impossible or red which mission impossible this is like there's seven number one six seven. or oh. whichever one you like oh let's go to the first one uh mm-hmm. i like this one more than the first mission impossible though it's a brian de palm movie and it's really good and it shows you why he's so haunted uh from his mm-hmm. team and why he just it shows explains why he just thinks himself and goes mm-hmm. goes to this extreme because he values the team over himself. Yeah. Uh, it's, because uh, I, I don't like how it puts the John Voight's character as the, the villain, because it makes the, mm. the Peter Graves villain character the villain. And I disagree with that. Um, and that's what bothers me about the movie. But I do like this one because it's fun and it's just action packed. Mm. You have a, a cameo appearance of uh, Emilio Estevez. And I would really love to see more of him and Tom Cruise. So they look like they'd have a lot of fun together. And mm. you don't get that. So, there's a lot of missed opportunities. I understand why, and I wish, um, and I get that fulfillment watching Red. So there okay. you go. Okay. And on that note, I'm Ray. I'm Abby. We'll talk to you next time. Take care. We're going to break into the CIA and find out who's trying to kill us. We're getting the band back together. I put a few things away, just in case. I am excited. What do you suppose the punishment is for what we're doing here? Death. Awesome. (laughs) I thought it might be nice to have a bit of girl time together. You can't touch me. Of course we can.